Welcome to the Aging Confidently Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Karen Weaver, your host, and today's guest is Wilson Itson, who owns Wilson's on Washington, a premier hair salon here in Greenville, Ooh, South Carolina. You. You're welcome. Um, we're going to be talking about cuts, colors, styles, hair thinning, all the things that we as women kind of um, have questions about as we get older. So before we dive into the meat of the episode, though, I'd love to hear about how you got into the business, how you opened your business, just anything you want to share with us. Okay. Well, I was in college and a girl said one day in the cafeteria, can you cut hair? And I said, well, I never have. Yeah. Do you want me to try? And so she said, yeah, meet me in the girl's dorm. So we went over to the girl's dorm that night. She came out with this huge pair of scissors and I cut her hair. And then the next day, somebody else asked, and then it kind of started like that. And I called my parents and I said, I think I've had it with school. I think I want to go to hair school. And they said, oh, no, you're going to finish college first. And so, you know, it was a different time and a different day. And it wasn't as uh, an exciting as a business as it is today. Mm-hmm. So um, it's uh, it's been a great business. And so I finished school, theater, speech, art. Uh, Where'd you go to school? Newberry College oh, yeah. in South Carolina. Yeah. And so... We went from, then I started hair school, worked as an illustrator for a little while, doing children's clothing, got tired of uh, doing stripe samples Mm -hmm. and uh, for the fabrics. And so I went to beauty school and then have never turned back. It's been a great profession. Wow. Where'd you go to beauty school? Well, it's not in business any longer because that was 40 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) She might be dead. (laughs) Aging confidently. (laughs) Right, right, right. She's aged on. So was it here locally? It was here locally. It was called Style Right. Okay. In Greenville. I bet a lot of people in Greenville still know that. Yeah, neat. So did you, I guess you probably, did you work for somebody first and then? I worked for somebody first and then... um, I moved downtown Greenville mm-hmm. uh, to another salon, and then one day uh, I suggested that we clean up the salon a little bit and be a little more sanitary, little and more they said, well, clearly you're not happy here. Get out. Oh, my gosh. And so uh, I called a guy who owned a beauty supply house. I said, I think I've been fired. <laughs> <laughs> and he like said, it. well, it's time for your own salon. Yeah. And I said, I'm a great follower, not so much a leader. He said, oh, no, you don't know that, but you are the leader. So... Uh, we we went from there, and it's been it's been quite exciting. How long has your um, salon been in business? We started uh, Wilson's on Washington a, about thirty seven years ago. Oh my gosh, you really are an institution. Well, <laughs> I like to say Greenville Salon. Green, it is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've been here absolutely, absolutely. Well, have you always been in that same location? No, okay. no. We were up this. We had an old house, mm-hmm. like a lot of salons, either in shopping center or an old house, and. Uh, we were outgrowing it, and there was a lot where a, a, a boarding house, mm. an old boarding house in Greenville had been, and the only thing left on the lot was cement steps. Mm. And so we bought that lot and built from the ground up. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So what do you think are some of the things you learned? I mean, that's a huge leap going from working for somebody and seeing that you want to take it a little bit more to the next level to be more professional. Right. You know, I think, I think you're right. The business has changed a lot, whether it's hair or even aesthetics. I mean, it's much more professional. It is days. more professional. Yeah. But the thing is, is when I started, people didn't do things in Greenville as much. Mm-hmm. And so I never really dealt with what was happening in Greenville. You mean socially or just professionally. Oh, I okay. started going regularly to New York to Chicago, to Atlanta. I wanted to know what other towns was. Everybody kept saying, Greenville is seven years behind. Why can't Greenville do And I thought, why can't they? Right. And then I had a, uh, a chair that 
looked out of a window into the parking lot and I would watch people go out of the salon and redo their hair. And I thought, <laughs> clue number one, do hair like people want it. Interesting. And so uh, that was our thing. And then I tried to design a salon that looked like a bigger city mm-hmm. uh, and uh, found architects that helped me. And then we just one year ago, after 20 years, dumped the whole thing and have uh, renovated. Oh, and really? it is uh, very very I have upscale. not been. It's I beautiful. need to come back by. I, it's been a couple of years, so I definitely need to come back by and see what y'all have done. I bet it's beautiful. It's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. Pretty. People love pretty. Um, so um, I have to say, you're my first male guest. Well, good. So that's exciting. Good. Um, well, I work with women all day. I figure. Yeah, I know you do. So I figured you would be just the perfect person perfect person to have, especially with all the heads of hair and faces you've seen in that mirror staring back. So I know we talked a little bit before um, the podcast about women, you know, sometimes we, the makeup we wear, the hairstyle we had, or um, the style we, the cut we had doesn't work for us anymore. You know, we think it might, but it doesn't. And we kind of get stuck in that rut. So what do you tell people, um, as far as, I mean, I don't know how you want to do this. We you give people a choice. Okay. We give people a choice. Are you happy with what you're currently wearing? Mm-hmm. And if you are, why are you now here mm-hmm. instead of where you currently were? And, or do you, are you ready to move forward? Mm-hmm. Because so many people I see have worn the same thing for 20, 30, 40, 50 <laughs> years. Well, there's nothing about their face shapes the same. Right. Nothing about their skin tones the same. And, it looks a little funny, and then they wonder why we're so far behind. Right. Well, let's start at home with you. Do you get? Do you? Um, I'm sure you have relationships with a lot of your clients that you feel like you can tell them that. Do you yes. tell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They think that I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably <laughs> say it in a way straightforward. Right. Like I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not kidding. So I know you've talked about this before with um, different groups. I'd love to hear. How do you usually do? It? Is it like by age? Do you say like 40s? Is this what do you think about 50s well, or what? Do what you I think is most important mm-hmm. is I have noticed, and when we were talking and talking about the aging process mm-hmm. and how people should change is I have noticed in the last 10 years all the hair loss that mm-hmm. women are experiencing. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. It is, first, it's frightening. You want to kind of cry with somebody. Right. But by the time you're 40, most people lose 30% of their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, women on the top, female pattern baldness, mm-hmm. uh, then alopecia. Mm-hmm. And so what we're looking for, and by the time you're 70, You've lost a lot more hair. Mm-hmm. And so it gets really thin on the top. So once it's gone, there's not a lot you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be very proactive. And it's not a lot you can do with the hairstyle mm-hmm. to look younger or older. But what you don't want to do for definite is to get hair lifted off the head. Okay. Just because we're in the South and just because you've always worn your hair puffy on the top does not mean you should continue to. If you can read the newspaper through it, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good sign you need to lay that stuff down. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes, it's true. And they and it's the same. I mean, my husband said, are you going to do that? Like, when you get older, are you going to do that to your hair? Because one of my favorite shows, of course, is Golden Girls. Yes. But also, you know, his grandmother. And it's the same hairstyle, that teased-up, poofy look. I'm like, no, honey, I'm never no. going to do that. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> but we've, you've established your look, and you're going to hang on to it probably your whole life. But you have to update a little bit. Right. Your face shape changes. Mm-hmm. The amount of hair you have on your head changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color changes. Yeah. And are you going to go with that, or are you going to 
deny for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would love to talk about color and changes, but let's go back to the hair um, hair thinning piece a bit. And, and we do have a special guest on the line oh, with Jessica us. Jessica is one of the smartest people Jessica, I know. Yes. So tell us a little bit um, about you. who Jessica is and what she does with you guys. Okay. Well. well, I met Jessica through a distributor who said, and I was going, I think that Every single person in this town is doing hair color, and they're pretty much doing it just alike. I want to do figure out what Greenville needs, what people need. And so I decided that fine thinning hair, hair loss, is something nobody's talking about. The media doesn't talk about it. Doctors don't want to talk. Doctors don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And women talk to me about it, even on the aesthetics table. Like, do you know? Have you heard what we can do about thinning hair? I'm like, I don't know. No, nobody, nobody talks knows. about it. So yeah. I decided to start doing research, and I was introduced to, I call her Jeff, Jessica Surface. Okay. Uh, her name is Zimmerman, <laughs> I believe, last name. But uh, she works for Surface mm-hmm. uh, product, and she has a, a line called Awaken, which is organic. Mm-hmm. It is fabulous. Mm-hmm. But any product that you use is going to take you a minimum of four months. You can't give up. It takes a year of trying something. You can't get one bottle of something and go, oh, and I'm sure it's the same thing with skin. You can't go one bottle Mm -hmm. and expect huge results. Well, there's natural growth cycles for everything or turnover cycles. There's three cycles Mm -hmm. of the hair. Mm -hmm. And the the first one is the antigen. It stays, your hair stays on your head six to seven years. Mm -hmm. And then it goes through a resting phase, which is the candidin. Cantagen, and then the telogen, which is the final, is where it sloughs off. The actual uh, bulb that the hair grows off rescinds into the scalp. It reduces, reduces, gets sloughs off the hair out of the head. Mm -hmm. So what surface is trying to do, the awaken, is to keep that hair on your head as long and growing and nourish as long as it can. If you can keep it seven years before it has to slough off the replace, that's great. If it's falling out growing and falling out and you have these little hairs and they're curly hairs because the cuticles get the DHT, the testosterone that all of us get at our scalp is choking the follicle. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to keep that DHT buildup off the hair, off the hair. So how do you use this product that you're talking about? Well, let's talk to Jessica. Okay. Yes. She is a She's brilliant. Awesome. Hey, Jess, let me ask you before we before we actually talk about the product. What do you do? You guys have some theories about why this is happening and being and more prevalent these days with the ther- uh, hair thinning. Yeah, um, you know when you're ca- talking about hair loss, there's so many things that it could be attributed to um, stress, um, alopecia, as Wilson had mentioned, and then just hormones. And um, as our women are aging and we're becoming more mature or let's say also after having a baby, your hormone influx is just so high that what ends up happening is the dihydrotestosterone that your body is naturally producing escalates and it clogs up that hair follicle. And whether that's being induced because of hormones, um, you know, more of our more mature women or um, even somebody who's going through a high amount of stress, the hormone levels really influx up or a thyroid issue. So mm-hmm. really that is a big key as to where this hair loss is coming from. You know, it's interesting you mentioned thyroid. I see a lot of clients, or I see a, a, a big handful of clients with thyroid issues. And it's interesting. I didn't know. Have um, you noticed that they're in complete denial? 
people deny my doctor says that's not it. Mm-hmm. Well, before the fat lady sings, yes, it will be. <laughs> yeah, right. Because because yeah. it gets so, so worn out that it uh, does become the issue. And you, as a esthetician, I can see it in their eyebrows. You know, I, I, do you have thyroid issues? No, not that I know. I'm like, well, you might want to go get that looked at because your eyebrows are telling me a different story. You know, with the the thinny or the pulling in from the outer to the inner. Um, part of, of the eyebrow. So, you know, I was doing a little bit of research on that and just, I, I'm a big holistic kind of nut as far as um, naturopathic uh, health and that kind of thing. And have you guys talked about, or, or do you know any connection with um, synthetic fragrances? You know, the endocrine disruptors that we have so much of now with the Febreze and the Glade, I mean, I hate to call it brand names, but you know, the synthetic fragrances that people have in their homes and that they wear in their bodies. Has that been looked at at all with a correlation that you know of? Yes, actually, it's interesting that you brought that up because um, with phthalates is essentially what we're talking about here, which are plasticizers that attach fragrance onto objects. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge thing that has become a really buzzword in, I believe, our cosmetic industry as a whole. You know, you'll see that we go through different phases of we went from sulfate-free to paraben-free and now it's phthalate-free. And a right. lot of times people don't realize that um, synthetic fragrance is way different than a natural fragrance. Yeah. And, um, and really eliminating those synthetic fragrances from your lifestyle can definitely play a huge part in hair growth as well as just health in general. Wow, I've learned something. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, when my sons, I have two teenage sons, one's in college and one's a senior in high school, and I have a daughter too who's 15. And if... I try to hide the axe. I mean, they spray that thing one time and I have a headache. And I'm like, God, you've got to stop. Like, I said, you're not going to have babies one day. You're killing all those those little swimmers in there with all your, yeah, with your disruption of your hormones. And, you know, they, Mm -hmm. all all my college kid has to say is, well, the girls tell me I smell good. I'm like, well, I got to find you an alternative. And there are alternatives out there, you know, with essential oils and that kind of thing. So it's definitely something to be aware of, uh, of, and I don't think it's one one of them it's just the compounding compiling of them you know in our houses and what we wear and um so it's interesting that they that you guys have seen that as well absolutely yep so tell us a little bit about the product how does it work and how do you use it yeah so with awaken um as wilson had shared earlier if you're already in that like hair loss stage where it's like long gone um that's where you're at the reactive stage rather than the proactive stage. And so when we can catch hair loss in that, you know, beginning stage and be proactive towards cleaning out that hair follicle and creating a really healthy platform for the scalp, um, just like in skincare, it really helps aid in the benefits and also with the hair growth. So we actually work with a non-monoxidil option. We work with saw palmetto, which is our natural DHT blocker or dihydrotestosterone blocker. Um, what that does is it it really helps clean up the hair follicle. And then we work with our babasu oil and our amaranth protein to help uh, penetrate into the skin and really pull our, our micro minerals and um, our coppers, irons, zincs that we work with in the complete system down into the hair follicle, as well as our amaranth protein to strengthen the hair as it's coming back through. So we have a very unique system with really advanced technology to help that help, help that um, hair follicle stay healthy and then maintain a healthy platform 
Um, it is a four-piece system when you're working with it. We work with an elixir, which is going to open up the hair follicle and really start the delivery of D-biotin into the cellular generation zone of the hair. Um, then we have a shampoo and a conditioner that work hand-in-hand hand to work as the therapeutic part. So that's going to be the delivery of your um, your copper, your iron, your zinc, as well as the start of the saw palmetto delivery right down into that start of the hair growth. And then you finish up with the elixir as a post-shampoo option. Um, after you get out of the shower, spritz it onto the scalp and uh, finish up with your treatment drops, which are a high amount of lysine as well as your saw palmetto and your micro minerals to really, really help keep that hair coming through full, thick, and strong. And then um, the amaranth protein follows behind to help strengthen the hair as it's coming through. Because as Wilson had shared, um, that hair that might be coming through at the very end of the stages as that, that hair follicle is getting suffocated mm -hmm. by the DHT is finer. Yeah. So you want to keep it strong as it comes through. So keeping that amaranth protein um, there to strengthen the hair and work as a very flexible protein is where we really have that follow through all the way to the end. And that's the, what Wilson was talking about. It eliminates kind of that wiry sort of appearance as well when it comes through. As it's choking out, that cuticle is getting mm -hmm. tighter and tighter. Mm -hmm. Fine, fine. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Um, any, does it, is it still gray? If people have gray hair, is it still gray? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> um, actually, interestingly enough, it will, um, if your hair is gray, you know, that's kind of where you're at at that point. Cause graying hair is the, the loss of pigment into the hair. But the interesting part is the awakened system does slow down that, um, that, hair loss yep. or that pigment loss that's going in to the hair um, by working with, like I said, the coppers, the irons, the zincs, the magnesiums to keep that healthy hair follicle, which are all things that are essential to creating hair. And if you are coloring your hair, the, this product, because it's organic, is not stripping that mm -hmm. color out. Mm -hmm. So you're not Correct. wasting your money. So many of the things make your hair oily and dirty and greasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And who wants that? No, I know. Yeah. I'm not surprised <laughs> that it just the, the whole, the, the making the scalp healthier would also delay the graying a little bit because that's, you know, just a sign of, of, but it's, you have to be very proactive. Of course. Like I said, you cannot wait until mm -hmm. the damage is done. That's right. Jessica said that, you know, you've got to be very upfront with it and say, Oh, I believe I am losing. Mm -hmm. What can I do now? Mm -hmm. Have you seen, is, does genetics play a role in it yeah. at all with hair loss? It does. Yeah. yeah. For women too? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> all of that alopecia is, mm -hmm. Jessica, my right is, it is hereditary, correct? Most of yes, that? Yes, there's both hereditary and stress-induced and then seasonal, oddly enough. Oh, interesting. And, you know, having a baby, you see oh, a lot yeah. of women, mm -hmm. especially at breastfeed, mm -hmm. lose hair around the front of their head mm -hmm. and they freak out. It comes back. But you can help it not come back. And I don't know what's been the reaction with your uh, with this product, Jessica, with uh, chemotherapy. Has it helped recup? I haven't asked you that before. What is is that helping retain that hair from instead of falling out? Uh, you know, people come in and we shave it off. Does it help mm -hmm. at all with uh, uh, maybe keeping the hair? Absolutely, it's a great system for anybody that. Um, maybe sitting in your chair that unfortunately is dealing with um, that type of challenge in their life. Um, it's a great system to start with right away. Um, you know, it's going to be very, very, works with cayenne pepper and peppermint to get the blood flow coming up to the scalp. So it's going to be very um, soothing on the scalp as well as cleansing. So anything that might be building up, it definitely helps 
take that off and detoxify the scalp, but then it leaves the health scalp in a healthy platform. So as you're going through those treatments, um, you know, you're going to have less buildup in the hair follicle, and then it will allow the hair to come through better after you're done with your chemotherapy or your radiation or whatever um, treatments you might be going through at that time. Yeah, I can only imagine just keeping something as healthy as possible when you're going through something like chemo. I mean, I can't see a downside for sure, you know, with using a product like that. So if somebody's using that product, could they use it on their eyebrows as well? Um, I, I actually will say, I don't know on that one. Yeah. Um, well, hair is keratin is coming out of the follicle, right? It's the same right. type of hair. We can't say it definitely does, but hair is hair. Mm-hmm. Right. The follicle right. is there, but now you do lose eyebrows much more often than you do on your head. Yeah. As long as eyebrows, as long as you haven't overplucked them and there's nothing left in the follicle, that's different Mm -hmm. than if there's something still there, but we've just lost them due to age. If there's something still there that we're just lost due to age, something like this, I bet would help. You should try that. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. I was going to say bottle it differently. And uh, there you go. Poof. It's an add on. (laughs) Um, That's great. Any other anything else? Oh, I was going to ask. So Wilson is obviously here in Greenville. Do you Mm -hmm. sell it online, Wilson, or do you just sell sell it in the salon? salon. So, you know, anybody could be listening to this podcast anywhere. Um, If they wanted to get their hands on this product, is it sold through salons only? Can they get it online? What's the process? Yeah, we um, we work with salons throughout the entire country. Okay. We have a salon locator on our website, which is surfacehair.com, mm-hmm. um, that you can go through and really find the most local salon to you to be able to purchase this at. Um, and if you're a stylist, we are sold um, salon-centric. So it works out really well for both stylists that are looking to possibly um, start working with this on their guest, and then um, for customers that are looking for it throughout the country mm-hmm. to be able to just find it very easily at local salons. I yeah. strongly suggested i have used everything that everybody tells us oh this works better this it really works it it works for us yeah it for, works for yeah. us for sure and that's that's wilson after 40 years in the biz <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i bet you but have I'm telling seen it you, all yeah it is it is so much more prominent mm-hmm. now than 40 years well, ago it's something in our environment and so if you can prevent it from happening by being aware of what you're putting on your body and in your house. But then there's the genetic component. So even if you're doing all the right things and you still have it, it's nice to have to know that there's a solution. That's fantastic. How long before you really start to see results when, when they start to use the system? Don't you think about four months, Jessica? Four months is when you start seeing it. I absolutely say that. Yep. With your gentleman, if you're dealing with um, a gentleman that, you know, is maybe in his earlier thirties or whatnot, obviously they might be seeing it a little bit quicker with the results because of the fact that the hair is shorter and um, they're in more of that preventative action Mm. for our women that are in more of the mature stages of life. You know, our hair tends to be a little bit longer, so you will want to give it a good four month cycle Mm -hmm. um, and really, really commit to it. That's the one thing is that um, I share in every class that I do is we can, we can, we can um, share with our guests how to help this. We can guide them in the right direction as they're sitting in our chairs, but they have to use it when they're at home. That's, That's the right. key. You have to use it. It and can't, can't just be stop. on the shelf and hope for the best. It's like anything that you take or any skincare exactly. that you do, you have to keep it up. I know. I love it when women, when they come in to see me for microcurrent, they're like, well, when can I be done? I'm like, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> because we're aging always. Like you have to just keep up with it. But it's just, it's just a part of, you know, 
going and working out or it's just a part of the Your routine. Your muscles will also yeah. go smaller. That's right. You know, that's right. And once it becomes, whether it's the hair, skincare or whatever, once it becomes part of the routine, then it's just the routine. You know, then you just do it. It's just getting into that um, routine and really being disciplined about it. But you're right. It, it's all about the usage, whether it's hair care, skincare, eating right, whatever. It's mm-hmm. all about, yeah, absolutely consistency. So, all right. So I'm going to um, ask Wilson a couple other questions, but if you have any um Inside, please, please jump in. Okay, Jess? Perfect. Okay, yeah, cool. thanks a lot. That's great. What a nice thing to have a solution. And for for men, too, it sounds like. So women yeah, out there. It works, it works yeah. for men the same way, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but um, it's just getting that yeah. scalp cleansed. 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 So if there's women listening to this podcast and you have a, a man in your life that is prematurely um balding, then this might be a great solution for Some men don't care. Some men just shave it off and That's they right. look great. But if it is a... And please don't leave it in a horseshoe. Please shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> PSA, please, please just shave it off. I promise you'll look better. Um, so one question I get very often, well, let me start back one little step. So there's women that sometimes I see that um, their skin looks a little bit older because their hair might be a shade too dark for them. Yeah. What What's your kind of rule of thumb? I know you ask them, you know, how do you like what's going on now? But what do you suggest for women as they get on up there? Um, well, when, it, when you first skin lightens, yes. you're an authority on that more than I am. Any darkest skin lightens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get darker. Uh, maybe if you're really sick or something, mm-hmm. but um, but your skin lightens. Mm-hmm. So you have, I go from, what do your pictures look like? Show me your selfie. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Do you see that, A, your eyebrows are gone, that they've lost their color? That's the first place. Mm-hmm. So we will always color eyebrows yeah. first. Yeah. Even if you're going to keep gray, we're going to keep your hair and I'm telling you, and it makes such a difference. People that um, get their eyebrows tinted, you might not even need that eye lift you think you need. Just get your eyebrows tinted. It makes the eyes. You look like a over. raccoon without <laughs> some definition to your eyes. Right. The difference is amazing. So good. Yeah. That's so a that's great the suggestion. first thing yep. that we do, and then just little glosses on the hair mm-hmm. to do because the hair gets dull. Mm-hmm. It looks flat. Young people don't have flat color hair. They always have sheen to their hair. So we want to keep some shine to it. But if you had black hair when you're older, you don't need black hair or dark brown hair. It does need to be lightened. First of all, it's more modern. Mm -hmm. And second thing, it doesn't go with your skin tone. Your skin loses its elasticity a little bit. Mm -hmm. So your hair has to brighten you up. And so we usually go with a little lighter. That's not saying you must be blonde. You must not, you don't have to be one of the Southern blondes. You can be um, just lighter. You can lighten it up some tones. Some tones and highlights. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A a few highlights or tones, whatever the right word is, goes a long way. It does. It does. And then I'm telling you, the best thing to do is to get some people to make some pictures of you Mm -hmm. and practice. You always should practice selfies anyway. So, I mean, if somebody's going to say, oh, let's get and everybody grabs their hand around your waist and, and you're going, you're like, you're going to make the middle of your body look bigger by throwing <laughs> your arms back. So if you have a problem with the center of your body, yep. turn a little bit and put your arms down. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. Practice with the pictures. Look at yourself because that's how others see you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the sound of my voice. Well, when I, I really don't like it when you go back and listen to an audio of yourself. But you practice to get it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So 
you practice making pictures, but practice looking at yourself and saying, what do I need? What am I missing? What color do I need on my cheeks? What color do I need on my lips? What are my brows? And my brows disappeared. Um, yeah. And your hair. Yeah. If it's thinning, you want to go with something else. You want to let the air out of it so that it's not as fluffy. If you want to, um, and you have to, wherever your face shape, you know, we all get a wider jaw. So maybe you don't need the bob anymore, that accent. It looks like a bell on your head as opposed to a hairstyle. It's not flattering your face shape any longer. What cut does flatter? flatter your shape when you become a little bit heavier in the jawline well you want to put the emphasis back up Up. okay so you can go with longer hair Mm -hmm. which i think most women are finally figuring out that at 40 you don't have to have short hair Mm -hmm. i don't know whose jealous grandmother came up with that rule but somebody (laughs) was bad not telling the truth it depends on your face shape and your lifestyle and what you want to do Mm -hmm. but most women as they age need a little longer hair so um you just balance. So you don't want it so out on the side. If you have a real square jaw, you want to put the emphasis up, even if you have length. Mm-hmm. And so. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so color. Thank you for saying that. Maybe I can <laughs> guide some people to this podcast episode. <laughs> um, what about there's several. And, and my mom went through this. Is there an easy way to go gray? To transition when you're just done coloring your hair and you're ready. If you know it. If you know That's it. when you do it. Okay. If your husband tells you that, no. that's not the time to do it. If your boyfriend, if your children. I usually tell people, first of all, don't even think about it till your grandchildren get married. Mm-hmm. Because unless you can be spectacularly beautiful. And if you have the pink undertones to your skin and you have white hair, I'm not talking salt and pepper. I'm talking about white hair. Yes. It is you will be stopped everywhere and asked about your hair. Especially with the dark eyebrows. Who does your color? I mean, you know, things like that. And you'll just say, you know, I was born this way. God did this. (laughs) Uh, I've lost all the pigment out of my hair, whatever. But uh, that's, there's not many people, especially people with undertones of yellow or if they get too sallow looking, it's really hard to uh, go with white hair. You have to have the right pinkish undertone to your skin. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you know that it is time, when you are tired of doing that, when you're tired of the expense, when you're tired of the time, Mm -hmm. then it's time. And I always say, start highlighting it heavily. Yeah. Getting the yellow out of your hair. um, Go into more of a platinum blonde and... That takes time. Now, <clears throat> there you can go into a salon and spend seven or eight hours and do it in one day, but you can't expect a hairstylist to take you to a transition from dark hair to light hair in one session. Yeah. You won't have any hair left on your head. Wow, yeah. So, But if you can spend the right amount of time, and that means they will condition your hair for 30 minutes at a time after every single process to keep it good and healthy. A great example is... Jane Fonda just did it this week. Mm-hmm. She went and uh, in California, and uh, a stylist named Jack Martin, who is famous for taking dark hair, blonde hair, hair that's growing out back to gray. But it's anywhere from nine to twelve hour session. So, fanny fatigue you're going to have. Right. So um, it's a it's a tedious process. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. And I suggest people just go into it step by step. And I can't imagine the expense of that. Yeah. I, I bet you're looking at two or three thousand right. dollars. For those non Hollywood starlets <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us, how is it how um far out are those appointments? Like how often do you have them coming back when they're transitioning to gray like that? Uh it depends. Well, some people are so anal about it. You know, <laughs> they they don't want any showing growing out. So, you know, they would come more every six weeks. Mm-hmm. 
and some people who don't mind sewing. And the little bit longer that you go, the more pain less it will mm-hmm. be. So six weeks isn't. Uh, yeah, that's pretty typical, actually. Yeah. So yeah, so there's not a big a big difference. Um, what about makeup? You know, sometimes people that wear certain colors that looked great on them in their 30s, when they're 50s, 60s. What have you seen as far as a, a kind of a general rule with makeup as you're getting older? Well, I watching what the Hollywood types do or the models do, they put all the emphasis on their eyes. Mm. Um, it used to be cheeks, lips when you're younger. You don't have to go with as much on the eyes. Do you think? No, no. I think it's, uh, but they will, you will notice that they start really darkening up their eyes mm-hmm. and talk about brow strength. Yeah. They never will lose their brow strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. What If they're 90, they're going to still have strong brows. Yeah. Um, but I think they put the emphasis up. And I think if any time that we do that we can keep the emphasis up, mm-hmm. Is, is better. It's better. That's a great, that is a great piece of advice because you're right, because we do start to come down. So anything that brings us back up, um, it's all about camouflage. <laughs> it is all about balance and camouflage right. and just knowing what to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have the right people in your life, mm-hmm. then you need to do the fashion magazines mm-hmm. and you study. Yeah. It's, it's not a hard process, mm-hmm. but they have so much information in them that you can get. If you're a do-it-at-home yourself, mm-hmm. DYI then that's fine. But there are plenty of people that can help you along your path. Yeah, absolutely. I think I found too, um, I always use my mom as an example because she's the one person I can actually be honest with. You know, I don't hurt her feelings. I say it in a nice way, but um, lipstick is a big thing. You know, the dark lipstick as they get older, it just... No, you want to go with softer, soft, blushier colors. Right. Neutrals, blushier, um, and you'll be much happier. I like lip gloss as we get older because it's, you know, much more forgiving around the lips with the little lines and everything. So, um, uh, yeah, interesting. I like that. Lift. Everything's lifting. <laughs> Lifted. <laughs> Lift. Lift. Um, what do you see when the most, like when you have women in your chair, what do you see the most that ages them? Is there a theme? That is, could be color, could be what is it's that harsh thing? color hair? Harsh color hair, yeah. Okay, so if you have dark hair and you're getting older, talk to your stylist about lightening it, please. That's right. <laughs> because even I went really dark, um, not really dark, but dark red, and I looked. I was like, that is way too harsh. So I got some more blonde put in it, and I mean, the lightening it felt, it just felt better to me. So personally, there are. Um, it's all about skin tone mm-hmm. and the underpigments of your, the color pigments of your skin. There is no brown shade that works for everybody. There is no blonde shade that works for, and there's no white shade that works for everybody. It has to go with your skin tone. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when I first got into this, it was called Color Me Beautiful. I remember. And that. Color Me Beautiful, oh, you wound up with a little package. I think and I did. And all these that. women would pull out these swatches and yep. all this kind of stuff. I was a winter or a summer or whatever. <laughs> yes, I think I did that. So, you know, that's where we really started learning about undertone. And as long as you go with the right undertone of your hair, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah. It just, it's another example of be open to the suggestion of your therapist or your stylist, because just because something works for your best friend doesn't mean it's going to work for you, whether it's skincare or a a color, you know, bringing a magazine in, just be open that that particular picture may not work well for your skin tones and to find somebody you trust that can kind of guide you through that process. And, you know, one of the downfalls as a client or guest would be is letting loose and getting a new idea. Mm -hmm. Because what happens in my business, people go, they don't listen. Really? 
maybe it's you that's not listening. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be uppity or anything, but they don't listen means you're not open for new information. Mm-hmm. If you go to a doctor and they have a solution to a problem, you listen to the solution. Mm-hmm. You don't tell the go in and tell the doctor what to do. What you need. Right, right. Because your friend told you, or Google. Oh, goodness gracious, Google. Right. Um, but you go for advice. Mm-hmm. You can think through it. But so many times when people go, he didn't listen to me. Well, maybe that wasn't what you needed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line for sure. I'm sure that it can be very frustrating. But you, you or I, neither one have anything to gain from giving out bad advice. That's right. Well, that's what I was going to say because you're you're the billboard. You know, your work is the billboard. And my goal, ultimate goal, is I don't ever get up and think I'm going to ruin somebody today. My goal is I can't wait to help somebody move forward in that's their right, life. Right, and age confidently because so much of that is just looking in the mirror and. and you know, you're not going to look 20 when we're 50. We're not going to look 20, and that would be weird. Well, you want to look the best that you can you look. You want to look the best you can look. And a lot, of, most of that is about the glow and the um, whether it's just that natural glow from eating healthy and just getting that fresh air or the glow from a little bit of well-placed makeup or nice uh, color, you know, coloring in the hair. So you do. You just... You want to look the best you can look. Let's balance our life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, I was curious. I had another hair stylist tell me that she has seen receding hair from um, Botox. Have you seen any of that? Because I know there's a lot of women doing Botox. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> really? Well, I'd raise my eyebrows if I could, right? <laughs> no, I don't do it. I don't do it. I did used to do it, but I looked back at pictures and I looked so weird. Like, I didn't look like myself, you know, when I had, when I was doing, so I just. Yeah, you can tell when somebody does Botox, they don't have any response when yeah. it's brought up. Right, right, right. <laughs> Their face doesn't move. It doesn't move. <laughs> but have you seen a difference in anything like that? I have that? not noticed okay. that. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what is it that the people use that uh, works, keeps their skin from aging, the chemical, um, and they put it all over their face. A retin-A? Retin-A. Uh-huh. I've noticed that hair doesn't take color or it absorbs color extremely fast and goes dark faster than the rest of the head if people are using Retin-A okay. because it washes up on the, the oh, hairline. Interesting. But not the Botox. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll just say my two cents about Retin-A. It's interesting because that is kind of the go-to product, but it's kind of old technology because it just makes us so sun-sensitive with that. Um, but there's other there's other options out there too. So I'd say find a trusted esthetician. But it's interesting that you say that because it's things you wouldn't think of. Well, they spend the most on marketing, so therefore we know about it the best. You're exactly right. The best marketer wins every time. That's for sure. Um, so I, I think that might be all I had. Let me. I'm gonna look at it and see if we got any questions okay. real quick on our Facebook Live, and then. Um, Let's see. It said, uh, is it better to use sulfate-free shampoos? Also, can you re- recommend some hair gloss products? So I'm thinking, is, that, is hair gloss something you can do at home, or is that more of a... It is. Okay. You can put it on in a salon and sit under a dryer. But the most important thing is deep conditioning with a mask. You know, we get so confused about what is a conditioner. Mm-hmm. And they're calling... Conditioners now is what we used to call cream rinses. And now we use mask as a deep conditioner. You want to make sure that the 
proper amount of protein and moisture. For curls, the most important thing is moisture. Mm -hmm. The more moisture you can get in there, the less frizzy your hair goes, the bigger ringlets that you have, the prettier it is. Uh, Fine, thin hair needs more protein, but you have to balance with a little moisture else it will dry it out. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I tell people, they say, my hair is not doing anything, it's just laying flat on my head. We do a protein treatment and it makes it spring right up mm -hmm. because it's got so much moisture and it dries some of the moisture out of the hair. So do you have a go-to product, like a just something that somebody can purchase to use at home? Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and unfortunately, things like that, with a professional, mm -hmm. you can cut out a lot of your experimentation right. and, and throwing away products. Uh, what works for you might not work for me. Mm -hmm. So, But if somebody looks at the type of hair that you have, mm -hmm. that's good. Uh, what was that first part of that question? The first was, um, is it better to use sulfate-free shampoos? I think that it is mm -hmm. all the way around, whether you're using keratin products or uh, color, anything that has sulfate is going to strip the hair. And who needs sulfate in their in their life? You, what do you need stripped that badly? Mm -hmm. You know. So um, let me let's ask Jessica from her point. Jessica, are you still there? Yes. I think we lost her. Okay. Um, but I think that the sulfates they're not they don't. Why, I don't know why you would need that. Why you need stripping? Yeah. It's just a real. It suds up better. That's exactly right. That's, she's on. Want to ask her? Hey, Jessica. Hey. Hey. Sorry. Did you um. Did, what do you think about sulfates? I know that oh. you're an organic product and you don't have the sulfates in it, but what is the the technical chemical part that you know about? Um, I definitely agree that uh, shampoos and conditioner without sulfates are going to be much more uh, gentle on the hair as well as less stripping. So, you know, the, like I said earlier with buzzwords that go into our uh, our cosmetic world, Sulfates has been there for quite a while, and just living in a sulfate-free shampoo and, and conditioner is huge, as well as any stylers, to be able to really keep the maintenance of the hair, have the least amount of harshness on the hair, as well as um, extending out your color, really. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with all, with all surface, it's all sulfate-free. Uh, we work with palm and coconut cleansers as our cleansing options. So, um, yeah, I definitely agree. It def it's most definitely no sulfates. Yeah. Good. 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 Thank you. Well, um, gosh, is there anything else that you can think of? Or are you just anything you can think of that you've seen that can help us age confidently with regards to, uh, hair and hair care and health? You know, I, I just really think aging confidently is all about what you make of it, whether it be eating healthy or exercising or traveling or, um, just relaxing and reading a book. It's definitely about being confident in yourself and being okay and not comparing yourself to others. Because as Wilson shared, not every product is going to be with for everyone. Um, just like aging confidently is not going to be the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. So find what's happy, what makes you happy and go with it for Th sure. That's great. I love it. Thank you so much. And I know having access to um, information and resources, Wilson, you know, whether people need them now or later. I'd love to just for you to tell people where they could find you. And um, just one more time, it was, tell me the website for the product if they don't have, so they can find a salon near them. Absolutely. It's surfacehair.com. Surfacehair.com. Okay. Yep. Great. Yep. And we're on Instagram as well as Facebook. Mm -hmm. And um, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook as well. 
Very good. And what about you, Wilson, if people locally want to find you? Oh, and I hope they will. I hope they will. <laughs> and you don't even have to be local. Just come. I mean, he brought yeah, New York to Yeah, we're kind of way up. Uh, we're kind of an upstate destination, so yeah, it's great. Uh, we're on Washington Street, which is about five blocks away from downtown, mm-hmm. fifth block away. And our, uh, we're wilsonsonwashington.com, no apostrophe in the Wilsons. And then the uh, uh, Instagram is wilsonsonwashingtonsc. It was Wilson's on Washington, but I forgot the password and they won't <laughs> let me, they won't tell me what I had. So we had to do another one. Oh gosh, <laughs> so it's very technical. And then um, uh, we'd be glad to talk to anybody. We do consultations absolutely free. Fantastic. And we have uh, 40 hairstylists there. I was going to so, say, your operation is big. So, that's... so we have plenty of people to meet everybody's needs. Right. And uh, we're pretty much on the same page with knowing what works. Yeah, that's great. And last question before I let you go, what does aging confidently mean to you? Jess shared what it means to her. What does it mean to you? Be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else, but be the best that you can be or desire to be. Mm -hmm. It's aging confidently. Beautiful people could be, you know, horse people who do absolutely nothing for themselves, but they are very confident in what they're doing and (laughs) movie stars and you know, you have to hand it to Jane Fonda for going great. Dang, I know. She I mean, but she's in her 80s. Mm-hmm. She was ready, mm-hmm. and she did it beautifully. Yeah. But, um, you know, be yourself. Be yourself. But if, you're not, if you need help, seek the help that you need, mm-hmm. whether it be with your skin or your hair or your makeup, your clothing, you know. Yeah, it takes a team. It takes a team. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, great. Well, thank you so much what for, a pleasure. for being here. And I'm just going to wrap up by saying thank you so much for listening. I hope you've learned something today that is helpful to you. If so, please share this podcast with your friends so we can grow our Aging Confidently tribe. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us live here every Tuesday morning on the Aging Confidently Facebook page at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And just to leave you with, we are all beautiful and have so so much to offer offer this world, especially when we can come from a place of gratitude and confidence. So let's age confidently together and turn the so-called midlife crisis into a midlife inspiration. See you next Bye-bye. time. <laughs> Bye.